everybody it is time to enjoy the weekend and watch some movies or good television and we can almost smell the popcorn right now and that means only one thing it means andy farnsworth is here with what to watch of course with ksl news radio ksl's fan effect podcast as well me and dan recorded a fan effect podcast we sure did star wars so oh, yeah okay. when's that gonna drop uh, I'll get it up this weekend. <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't heard it yet. some other things he needs to talk about first, though. <laughs> That's but right. You've had some really good recommendations lately, so I'm curious what Thank you've got you. this week. i got a couple good ones. First of all, an interesting mix of items this week with a little something for just about everyone in your family's tastes. Uh, let's start with the adaptation of a well-known young adult book from author Judy Bloom. For many girls over the past 50 or so years, the book Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret has been a much-loved story. It centers around 12-year-old Margaret Simon, played here in the movie by Abby Ryder Ford. Margaret's a girl who's lived in New York City her whole life, but when she comes home from summer camp in 1970, she's stunned to find out her parents, played by Rachel McAdams and Benny Safdie, are moving them to the suburbs of New Jersey. Besides having to go to a new school and make new friends, this move takes Margaret away from her beloved grandmother, Sylvia, played by Kathy Bates. Now, the family hasn't even unpacked their boxes when a neighbor girl, Nancy, comes by and sweeps Margaret away into her girls' club, of which the topic of conversation usually alternates between the girls' desires to hurry up the physical maturation process into womanhood and about which boys they like. But the other dilemma Margaret faces at this point in her life is her relationship with God. You see, her dad is Jewish and her mom is Christian. The two of them get along great, but it's Margaret's grandparents are the ones who struggle with that idea, something that causes Margaret no end of stress as she explores which religion, if any, she wants to be part of. Now, I honestly thought this movie was cute, witty, sincere, and charming. I actually did read the book earlier this year, knowing the film was on the way, and I have to say the movie was incredibly famous faithful to the story, even to the point where I was a little surprised how faithful it was to certain parts. It really does capture the awkwardness of entering your teen years, and it's a humorous reminder of how much we thought we knew about life when we were that age, but we really didn't know. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, talks about stuff you don't normally see in movies these days, but adults and older teens definitely will get a big kick out of this, maybe more so than the younger kids. It is rated PG-13, and it's only in theaters. Next up, a movie that is definitely safe for all ages. It's the live-action retelling of the Disney version of the story of Peter Pan called Peter Pan and Wendy. If hearing the words live-action remake of an animated classic makes you cringe, I understand. They definitely have been hit and miss, and probably more miss than hit. But I thought Dumbo. <laughs> but I thought this version had its moments. Peter Pan and Wendy mostly follows the story that fans of the 1953 animated version are familiar with. Peter, played by a kid named Alexander Maloney, and Tinkerbell, played by Yara Shahidi, shows up at the house of Wendy Darling, played here by Ever Anderson, who I found out is uh, oh, see, a daughter of some Mila Jovovich, and her brothers Michael and John, while chasing after Peter's shadow, he whisks them off on a magical flight to Neverland, a place where you don't grow up and where you have adventures that usually involve the nefarious Captain Hook, played by Jude Law in this one, and his band of pirates. Now, the story's pretty similar to the animated version, but... But... But what? But there are a few differences. 
The natives, including Tiger Lily, are treated with much more respect this time. Wendy's more than a damsel in distress, and Hook's backstory is given a little bit more fleshing out. Undoubtedly, there will be some who don't like changes, but I felt they were appropriate for the times in which we live, while still staying mostly faithful to the spirit of the story. There are a couple of impressive visual sequences as well, including a, fi a flying pirate ship that was way more believable than the one in Uncharted last year. Peter Pan and Wendy's rated PG, but it's safe for all ages. This version is not a musical, though familiar musical cues are heard throughout. It was originally planned to go to theaters and probably would have looked really good there, but instead it is streaming exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Now, on to some more grown-up fare. First is a new action spy thriller series on streaming, produced by the Russo brothers, the guys who made most of the best movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The series is called Citadel, and it's actually an original story that its creators and Amazon are hoping will kind of take off and become its own franchise. It stars Richard Madden, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, and Stanley Tucci as the top espionage agents of Citadel, a shadowy organization that we don't know much about as the series begins. After a mission goes wrong, Madden's character, Mason Kane, that's a great name, mm -hmm. barely survives, but he has no memory of who he is or what happened to him. Now, I really can't say much more than that because I think you're not supposed to go into the series with an idea of what's going on. I will say that the story jumps back and forth between present day and multiple points in the past, so you can't assume anything based on what you're seeing in these trailer clips. I thought it was actually a pretty engaging spy thriller. I'm not sure they're doing something super unique, but the fact that it's an original story and characters is a bit refreshing. It's definitely a James Bond meets Mission Impossible meets Jason Bourne kind of show. Something fun that's of local interest in the show, Citadel has a base sticking right out of the red cliffs of southern Utah. Though I'm not sure how we've never noticed it before. I've only watched the first three episodes of the six that make up season one, but it was enough that I'll make the time to watch the rest once they drop. Citadel's rated TV-14, but it's got adult language and it can get pretty violent at times. The first two episodes are available now to stream on Prime Video with the new one each Friday. The other streaming series that may interest people is not an original story. It's Fatal Attraction, and it's an adaptation of the 1987 movie starring Michael Douglas and Glenn Close. Joshua Jackson plays the main character, Dan Gallagher. As the series opens, he's sitting in front of the parole board, hoping to be released after serving 15 years for murdering a woman named Alex. The story jumps between the present day and back in 2008, when Dan was a successful prosecutor in Los Angeles with a wife and a 10-year-old daughter. When Dan has a career setback, he has a brief extramarital fling with Alex, played by Lizzie Kaplan. But it's never that simple when it comes to affairs, is it? Alex does not handle rejection well, and... Yeah, well, Dan goes to jail for her murder, so... There are some additional subplots involving post-prison Dan, but much of the extra time in the series is showing the events from the perspective of the women in Dan's life, particularly Alex. Dan's wife, Beth, played by Amanda Peet, and also from the perspective of his daughter, Ellen. I found the Fatal Attraction series to be intriguing. Believe it or not, there's less sex in the show than you might think, but, you know, nevertheless, the subject matter will likely put off many people. The show is rated TVMA, and the first three episodes premiere on Paramount+. Plus. Not yet, but starting Sunday night. For this week's honorable mention list, stuff we didn't have enough time for more detail. Hey, remember those children's books about Frog and Toad? Mm, They've yeah. been around since at least I was a kid. Well, now they've been adapted into an animated series on Apple Aww. TV+, Plus, simply called Frog and Toad. The series is animated faithfully to the original book art, and it has fun, simple stories that little kids will enjoy and parents may nostalgically enjoy like I did. Again, it is on Apple TV+. Plus. Now, the rest of our honorable mention list is in theaters, including Showing Up, which is Michelle Williams' first movie since her Oscar-nominated turn in The Fablemans. Williams plays an artist who has a boring and frustrating life. 
So look, I watched it and it wasn't terrible, but I also had no idea what the point of the story was. It has a high Rotten Tomatoes score, but I don't know why. Showing up is rated R, and I think it's a movie for movie snobs. Uh, also playing is a biopic about boxing legend George Foreman called, appropriately enough, Big George Foreman. Yes, before he sold grills, he was a champion boxer, and he named all of his kids after him, including his daughter. But I digress. I actually wanted to see this, but the studio did not screen it for critics, so I have no idea if it's any good. But it is there if you want to see it. And finally, there's a new giant shark movie called <laughs> The Black Demon. It stars Josh Lucas, who you'll say, I've seen that guy in other stuff. For me, it was Glory Road, the basketball movie from the mid-2000s. Lucas takes his family to the ocean, and a giant megalodon tries to eat them, and a bunch of giant ships, too. This one was also not screened for critics, so you're on your own if you want to watch that. Now, looking ahead to next week, it's the unofficial start of summer movie season with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 hitting theaters and a bunch of streaming stuff, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm that, excited for that. That really kicks off what is going to be a crazy summer of Indiana yes. Jones and so. Mission Impossible. Batman. And, yeah, Batman's in the Flash movie. and yeah, yep. Get awesome. us back to watching movies. This will be <laughs> that summer. Okay. Yeah. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there.